whenever you're ready. Oh <laughs> my God. Jessica. I've never been called a fox. <laughs> Dana. That's a classy name for a Harry. I like it classic. Okay. Do you? <laughs> Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. Sure. Out with the bad and in with the good, motherfuckers. That's right. Jessica. Dana. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. My name is Dana Powell. Welcome Hi. to the Rants and Raves podcast. I said it out of order. <laughs> how many years have we been? It's almost two years. We are, Who are you? three episodes away from the big 100. 100. What's your name, lady? My name is Jessica Young. Yay. Welcome and to the Rants and We're here. <laughs> to rant and rave. Oh, my God. What a train wreck. <laughs> this is this is indicative of how my whole week has been, Jessica. You didn't even ask me. I'm already launching in. Please do. I have been playing catch up all week. I don't know what's wrong with me. I haven't been on time for a single thing. I've had at least one to two things every day this week. I know it doesn't sound like a lot, but y'all, the world is opening up and yes. I wasn't prepared. <laughs> You can't go from zero to a hundred overnight. And that's what well, it feels like. It's especially for us in California. It's like, yeah, wait, what? Oh my God. <laughs> yes. I just, yeah. The whole week just playing catch up everywhere. Mm -hmm. I think uh, it's spring break as well. So I have my child. With me. Yeah. We've done a lot of nothing. So <laughs> I feel so bad, but I did say to you, I'm going to take him somewhere fun today after we record. Yes. But that. yeah, this whole week I've just been like, what? Who? What time is it? Where? I'm late. <laughs> That's been my whole week. <laughs> How was your week? It was good. You know what? I'm thinking about this, though. The one, I mean, yes, we all want things to go back to normal. But think about this. The last time you were on like a vacation, you were at like the Great Wolf Lodge. Oh, I know. And now you're going to get to do some things this week that are a little more relaxing and yeah, not so cray, right? Yeah. Oh, great. Lodge. <laughs> <laughs> that just brought back a flood of like, because uh, I got recognized there twice. And yes. that's the last place you want to yes. be recognized. And I ran into a long like friend I hadn't seen in ages. And we both just ignored each other in the pool and then saw each other in the lobby. And we're like, oh, my God, hi. Uh, Even though we both clearly saw each other in the pool and wanted nothing to do with each other. <laughs> Oh, my God. It's so amazing. <laughs> uh, look, I got to tell you, though, if you want your kid to be happy, that takes him up to 100 instantly. He loved that. I'm sure. And after, like, post-COVID world, mm -hmm. I just threw up in my mouth a little bit. <laughs> Think, thinking about going to an enclosed uh -huh. space with humidity. Mm -hmm. And yeah. swimming in the water with the, yes. I know. Yeah, it kind of made me puke a little bit. <laughs> it is so oh human. My God. Like you would just feel like you were eating spoonfuls of people's yes. breath. It's so human in there. <laughs> so gross. I love how you were like, and that's it, and that's great. And I managed to be like, well, let me be extra creepy oh, and God. go back in time. <laughs> Thanks, Jessica. <laughs> no, but it just like is we I was thinking about it when you were saying that, and things are still very different. So yeah. 
Yeah. It's I'm still, glad that you're going to get to. Safe. It's still not really yeah. safe. Yeah. So, yeah. But lucky for us, we live in a place where, like, I'm definitely going to take him to the beach. Yes. You know, stuff like that. I was actually talking to my dad about that. My dad was like, boy, yeah, he's lucky for that. And I was like, that's true. He doesn't realize. Sure. Not. Not everybody keeps beach chairs and water right. shoes in their car right. so they can just stop by the beach and look at the ocean for a while. A hundred percent. He's just grown up with it. Like I sure didn't know. <laughs> so you were landlocked unless you went to the Lake of the Ozarks. That's right. Unless we went to Table Rock, something, Bull Shoals, whatever. Oh. Yeah. What's Tabo Rock or Table Rock? Yeah, Table Rock. It's a beautiful lake in Branson, Missouri. Oh. It's huge and it's stunning. I like it better than Lake of the Ozarks, but I might just be partial because I'm from that area. But same thing, like Party Cove, mm -hmm. you know, tie all the boats together, sea dews, all that kind of stuff. Same, same kind of environment, but really, really stunning. It's, it is beautiful area. And especially right now, if you live anywhere near that area, it's starting to get really green. Yeah. It's really beautiful. When you were there and kayaking, I was like, remember I was marveling. I was like, stunning. wait, is this right near your dad's? Cause it's yeah. like you were going in the middle of a forest. It looks so beautiful. Stunning. Also, I could just walk down the road and down the hill. There's mm -hmm. creeks that go through, you know, yeah. I have those baby catfish videos and stuff. Yep. It's really cool. It is. It is very beautiful. I miss a trip to the creek. Uh, I grew up with a creek yep. right down behind our house. Same in our neighborhood. Yeah. There was one that like ran. I mean, again, it was yeah, a creek, Dan but Tipton. it was pretty big Dan and Tipton pretty long. Too. Because I remember him telling me a story about their next door neighbor was really big into all the like hustler and playboy and stuff. And I guess one of the neighborhood kids had gotten a hold of one of those magazines that those kids, those uh -huh. neighborhood kids put it in a plastic Ziploc baggie and hid it in the creek. This is like, I must've been a nationwide phenomenon because <laughs> there was a box, like an old cigar box that had that kind of stuff too near the creek that was just kind of like a known thing. And by the way, I, I can't believe I'm saying this. There was like some sort of level of respect where you knew like, okay, you might look inside, but then you were respectful enough to put it back and leave it for the next person. Shut uh, Jessica. <laughs> okay. That's what you said. Okay. And then I you can't. put it back for the next person. <laughs> oh, God. I think I also just channeled something that I've been talking with our friend Ronnie Karam about for the oh, last 24 I hours. <laughs> I love him and I miss him so much. You um, guys, you probably already know who Ronnie is, but if not, watch, watch what, what crap happens. Listen, check oh, them out. God. I mean, they're on. TV all the time. They're just hilarious. Please. I know some of our listeners know who they are. Ronnie and his partner, not partner in life, but like partner in their endeavor, in their, their podcast. podcast. Yeah. His ben. Jessica. Oh my God. <laughs> but I was texting Ronnie all day. I was like, I've been thinking about you so much because he's been in Texas during this whole quarantine. Family. Yeah. And I said, starting from the first thing I saw in the morning throughout the day, I need you to know the following things that made me think of you. And one of them was when I literally spit out my morning coffee. Uh, I'm sorry. I don't know if you ever watched a soap opera, but whether you followed them or not, you had a 
mom, a grandma, an aunt, a babysitter, one of those four in your life that watched at least one soap opera. For and you sure. saw it. So I am flipping through. I'd watched like the local news at 12 o'clock and whatever. And I'd left the TV running because I was doing something. And all of a sudden I hear this voice and I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> Jack was- K oh, has yes! joined the cast of Days of Our Lives. Shut. No. Yes. So I told Ronnie that and he left me, he kept sending me little voice clips of him talking in Jack Hay's voice, but to like Marlena and John Black. And Shut I, up. I was know all those crying. names. Yes. I know those names. <laughs> I was crying. He goes, that was my I, mama's favorite. Yes, I yes. watched it for years. He goes, Remember okay. Bo and Hope got married and they played, we don't need another hero. <laughs> oh, that was a big day. Yes, Bo and Hope. Um, I thought she was like the most beautiful woman I've ever seen ever. in the world. I same. same. She probably still is. I don't probably. know what she looks like now, I guarantee. Jackie. And- also, do you remember the very young Lisa Rinna who came yes. on as Billy? Definitely. Yeah. I absolutely also, remember. Gorgeous. gorgeous. Yeah. I also, it's... my mom watched Another World, which was on oh, right after. I and loved Another World. Remember when Cuckoo Pants played twins on there? Uh, Anne Hache. Anne Hache. Yeah. Ellen's first. You wife. mean Marley and Vicky? I'm That's well right. aware. Yes. And Dana, I always said, I'm like, if I ever have a girl, I'm going to name her Marley. <laughs> I'm because so I thought it was the it. coolest. Name. No, no. <laughs> I thought it was the coolest name. Okay. <laughs> oh but my why god. Jack A. Like I was. I actually have been talking a lot. Like everything's ramping up, and so I have a, a young friend that's really like working on, mm-hmm. hoping to grow her career and whatever. And I was. I've been talking about like she's kind of at a place where she can still kind of choose whether mm-hmm. she wants to go mm-hmm. a little more dramatic, a little more comedy. But those of us who have been doing it for a while, we get pigeonholed real quick. Yes, anybody does, right? Yep. And so, to me, Jack A would definitely not be considered a soap opera type. Am exactly. I wrong? Nope. I saw her at a breakfast place over on uh, over by Universal. Amazing. One time, and she had on a ball cap. Okay. Still very clearly Jack A for multiple reasons, behavior, voice. Oh yeah. Seemed like the happiest person in the world. Ball cap in sparkle letters, Jack A. Amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Mary. Oh God, I loved 227. Did you watch that? 227 was so good. So good. (laughs) It was so good. Oh Oh my God. God. We are so so old. We're so old. So old. You want to really date it? Uh, 227 was the start of a very young Miss Regina King, was the daughter on 227. You're absolutely right. Yep. Phenomenal actress. Yep. You are absolutely right. She's like one of those exceptions because many, unfortunately, doesn't end up that way, who started out on a huge sitcom, right? Like nobody ever knows if a sitcom's really going to take off or not. Right. That was a a beloved show that was on for several seasons. And then she just kept growing as an actress. And now look at her producing, directing. She's gorgeous. She's talented. Um, Incredible. The Watchmen series. I'm not even into the comic world. I was obsessed with that Watchmen series. It's only one season of one and done. I feel like there's never been anything she's been in that I haven't loved. 
the leftovers. Oh. I know. She's good in everything. I know. So and good. she's smart about the projects that she takes. I love it. I know. How did we get here? I don't know. It was like what? a combination of Women's History Month, Celebrity <laughs> Corner. I don't know, but I love it. I'm here for it. <laughs> oh, that got an ugly laugh. That was I'm going to tell one quick thing before we yeah. move into our rants about my week. This is a PSA. This is a friendly reminder and a friendly disclaimer. Y'all, go get checked at the doctor. Just do it. It's a yearly reminder. Set yeah. up your physical or whatever. Why am I bringing this up? I thanked both the nurse, the physician's assistant that I saw, and the office staff at my dermatologist because they kept sending me nice little gentle reminders, Yeah. email, text, and then I got a postcard in the mail. It always was just nicely saying, hey, you're overdue for your appointment. Give us a call. We're happy to set up a time. Yeah. And I said to them, I said, it only took six times, <laughs> but I need to thank you for your persistence because every time I got their message, I'm like, oh, I got to make an appointment. I know. And then I'm like, what is wrong with me that I wait? Anyways, just do it, y'all. Okay. Yeah. Do, Go get checked. Honestly, that's a PSA for me too, because I need to, you know, I'm switching doctors. We've mm -hmm, talked about that. Mm -hmm. And I know who I want to see. I just haven't called me the appointment yet. Right. And I promised one of our listeners I would. That's so good. yeah, because our listener needs to do it too. And so we kind of have it. I'm going to hold you and our listener yes. accountable. And I know. Have you sent each other gentle reminders? I know. I know. I should message her after this. I won't because I'm hiding. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> but hilarious. You know, yes, it is on my mind. I am going to do it this week. Do it. I mean, this week I would have screwed that up too. But I need to do it. you're right. That's a good PSA, Jessica. But just do it in general. I, I swear I won't get preachy about this, but I've just, it's come up so much with people, especially over the last year and recently. Yeah. Please, if you have not had a physical, I was talking to one of my oldest, dearest friends who said they haven't had a physical in five years. I'm like, I'm literally begging you. She's thin. She doesn't really ever have any yeah, major health problems. I'm like, begging you. We're just getting go. to that age, though. We need to keep on top of it. It's that. And also, if you're not going, and look, if you're lucky enough to go and you have no uh, symptoms or effects, great. Yeah. But you need to go so that there's a baseline so that yeah. they know, hey, your blood pressure is usually around here. Your sugar is right. usually around here. Hey, your white blood cell counts a little high, a little low. Then they can monitor you over time. When you just walk in and everything's off the charts, high or low, it's like, whoa, did this suddenly happen? And is there something yeah. else going on in your body? Or, oh, do you just kind of run this way? And now we're going to have to manage that. So sure. do it and get your skin checked. You don't care if you're lucky enough, you never had to go to a dermatologist. You could have the skin of a porcelain doll. Please go and get a skin scan, as they're called. No, you yes. don't go in a machine, but it's a doctor or a PA or NP that's doing a real fine look at your whole body. And y'all, I don't like getting naked in front of even my husband. Yeah. Leave your modesty at the door. Okay. Yeah. I don't get naked for nobody. And I just finally took off the gown again. I did it last year and I heard her kind of, I think I startled her and I said, I'm sorry. I said, I don't know why I'm trying to be modest here. You need to look at every inch of my body. So uh, me trying to hide under this piece of paper that's barely covering an inch of me. What is the point? <laughs> <laughs> so. Wow. That's great. You do need yes. to do it because my dad, so 
our family year last year was pretty rough. Yep. So we, my mom had been sick for a long time. Mm-hmm. My dad had had uh, cancer, which mm-hmm. he's in remission. He had open heart surgery. Mm-hmm. We lost my mom. He had to have another heart surgery. Yep. Uh, and then we're like that, we're waiting for that. And we find out he has skin cancer on his nose. So <laughs> it was quite a, quite a year for us, but he had to have that removed and they had to dig almost through his nose yeah. mm-hmm. and then try to piece it back together. And yep. I can't notice it. My dad does, obviously it's on his face, mm-hmm. but, um, he feels like it's got like a little spiral scar or whatever, but I, I don't notice it, but they said, you know. I mean, if he had waited any longer, it probably would have went through his nose. Yes. And how are you going to reconstruct that? It's not easy. No, it's not. So, um, it's so, crazy. Yeah, very important, guys. Mm-hmm. Listen to Jess. Yes. This is a listen to Jess corner. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. And one more thing. Speaking of a corner, we had a message from one of our listeners who is in San Diego. I never realized that. I am going to pull up her comment. She said, thank you for the PSA about the seals in La Jolla. I live in San Diego and my family and I always feel upset about how inappropriate people are with the wildlife. Rant approved. Good. Yeah. I wish so, stop. Just let them be. I know. Uh, I know. I, I'm glad that listener said that. Maybe together we can change that. I think I'll be a good ghost. That's their name. I don't know their real name. That's their I always want to say call sign like we're in the movie Top Gun or something. (laughs) Their handle. Call sign. Charlie. (laughs) (laughs) She is a civilian. She does know more about the Pentagon than any of you. Oh, my. Do you remember that scene when Kelly McGillis comes in in her pencil skirt and her little peplum blazer? I don't remember the exact (sighs) words. I do. I didn't watch that movie again recently because this there's the new one's gonna yeah, be. I'm waiting out. for Maverick to come out. Oh my god, my friend Ian Gary's in it. I'm really excited. There better be another volleyball scene. You know, have you heard the rumor that it's like the most famous, like such gay content? Well, gay equates to straight women okay because we (laughs) like the same things we like hard bodies right um i'm sorry bell kilmer tom cruise and rick rosevich he was a slider that was Iceman's wingman rick rosevich went on to be on er years later Mm -hmm. the three of them i'm sorry hot af totally holds up to this day and then we've got sweet little anthony edwards in his t-shirt goose (laughs) he's like spinning a volleyball in his hand or something (laughs) oh boy you gotta cool down jessica (laughs) i can't (laughs) thinking about those volleyball players in miramar i was just down there i didn't see anybody playing volleyball i saw people trying to take a pandemic jessica (laughs) (laughs) i saw people trying to sit on a seal's head for an instagram photo no 
Oh boy. Oh boy. We haven't even gotten into rants. I know. I'm You're like, ready? I was about to say I need a cleansing breath, and no. we haven't even started the rants. Nope. You guys, you're still in work. <laughs> you're up first. If you'd, like to, if you'd like to launch right in. Okay. So I love this. And this actually came in in perfect time. I was like sitting down to work on our outline, and this email came through, and I was like, yes, this is Kismet. <laughs> also, this was such a chock full email that I'm like, we're going to split this one email into two rants because it is yes. two separate ideas. So yes, here we go. Hello, ladies. I would like to get this off my chest. How friggin' hard is it to say hello or good morning back to someone? I hate saying good morning because most mornings aren't a good one. <laughs> I'm up too early and I'm at a job I hate with a bunch of snotty Southern women. Jessica knows the type, but <laughs> if I say good morning to you or hello in the hallway, just say the shit back. Yes. Do you think you're better than me? I feel like this has become more of a pain in the ass since COVID. You can't just smile at someone you need to speak or wave. If I can get used to it, so can you. Yep. I wish this wasn't an etiquette requirement, but it is. So just play the frick along. Okay. Not, that is not wrong. <laughs> I think even though I, much people would disagree, I don't consider Missouri the South, though some do. I consider I it Midwest. Yeah. If you want to really know how my brain works, I don't think anything that's considered Midwest makes sense. I think that name is weird. I think Missouri is part of like Nebraska, Oklahoma. I want that to be a region known as the Great Plains. Am I wrong? I mean, I think there are Great Plains somewhere. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but I know Dana knows the type because we both come from areas where I did grow up outside of Atlanta, which is a large city, but it grew a lot over the years. When we first moved there, it was not the metropolis that it is now. Dana and I are very aware of those fake ladies that are yeah. smiling through their yes. teeth and talking out the other side of their mouth. As far as saying hi to people, this is always incensed me so i really can relate to this rant because i used to notice that even um at our theater dana and i were part of a amazing theater for mm -hmm. many years and it always bothered me in general in life but i remembered it would be like when i would start seeing people there you know i didn't love everybody i'm sure they didn't love me but I am a cordial person. I'm not a yes. phony person. I'm not going to like spew venom. I mean, there's so few people in this world that I've truly like avoided like the plague and never want to see again. Yeah. So when I see someone, whether we're good friends or not, I at least have the decency to A, look them in the eye. We've made eye contact. Let's yes. not pretend. Yes. Guess what? I'll flash a smile and it's yes. not fake. I'm not somebody who goes around smiling a lot. Let's, uh, let's be frank, right? <laughs> Just be cordial. Like, that's always yeah. made me insane because I remember some people not acknowledging back or I'd be like, hey, or how are you or whatever. Yeah. Nothing. No, I I don't know how that's <laughs> even possible. It's like, how so do you not rude. feel like a jerk when you don't respond to somebody? Yes. And I've always thought to myself, what is it? Do they think that if they do that, that I'm now going to be some kind of maniac who instantly thinks we're linked yeah, and I'm like going to start stalking kind of you? Yeah. Yes. Now I'm a parasite. I'm traveling on your body. We're right, best no. friends. You had no say in it. Yeah. <laughs> no. Now, I will say this, and this is only because it's a specific set mm -hmm. of circumstances that I'm like, okay, that I understand. But usually somebody will let you know. 
there are some people who have some sensory issues or whatever, and yes. they don't respond, not because they don't want to, their brain sure. is just working on something else, yes. you know, and like there are some, I get that. I understand that. Yep. I think you have to make people aware mm-hmm. that maybe you respond in a different way. I right. think that those that situation is few and far between and certainly not what you're referring to here. <laughs> <laughs> but you know but, what? I like I like devil's advocate. I'm serious. You do bring up a great point because a lot of times we think oh, that person's rude or God, get your kid in check or whatever right, it is. Right. And you have no idea what is really going on with that individual or the Correct. situation. But 100%. I would say. In your in the situation you're referring to, those people are in a situation. They've put themselves mm-hmm. in a situation that's very social. That's very yes. It's all about talking nonstop, honestly. Yes. And so that feels <laughs> like a slight to, to totally. Me. I would, agree. It would to me. You know, mm-hmm. if someone goes out of their way to cordially say hello or yep. smile, like just just reflect that back. Absolutely. And, I, and if you can't reflect it back or don't want to, cause that's not your natural, what it, you got to let people know, I think. Right. Yes. And especially in an office setting, I'm sorry, nobody wants tension in their life, but no. I hate it. It's so uncomfortable when there's tension at work, no matter what kind of job you're in, there's always going to be stresses. Hopefully yeah. not as much as others, but there's always like things lingering or deadlines or whatever. Maybe you have a boss that's scary or a coworker that's a total creep. But I always, that was something that I actually do miss about my office. And I always praised uh, the last person that I worked under when I worked at the company that sold theater. She was always, and it wasn't phony. And at first I'd be like, oh God, why did she let this go or this or that? And then I started to realize, and I even told her, I'm like, I really respect you. And I've learned so much from you in the last year watching how you handle conflict. Hmm. And it was always just to try and make, and she tried to encourage it. Let's try to make this the most positive atmosphere nobody wants to be here it's work let's be honest right so while we're here let's do the best to be respectful to each other to be nice she always you know would do something fun at least once a week a little treat a surprise to keep people's morale up Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff is really important and really goes a long way yeah my friend darren that i used to work with also like he would go and run out and come back like one day he's like it's an ice cream social and seriously everybody suddenly just like you know, you feel like you're a kid again. Yeah. It's the little things. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, maybe that person that you're annoyed with, you guys end up standing next to each other in line to get a scoop of ice cream. And maybe you talk for the first time ever. Right. You know? Yeah, for sure. It's very, very important to acknowledge people. And And I think it's a good, it's a timely, it's timely to be talking about that because the world is opening up and people Mm -hmm. are starting to go back to offices and things like that. Or not. Or not. Yeah, you're not. I know. <laughs> well, theater. Or not. I'm saying, or not. I mean, we're not and or not because I was reading an article about New York City about how much the city's going to change. The yeah. offices, it's like some of the people luckily didn't have an effect as far as their employees, but they're like, well, we've managed to make this work and work mm-hmm. well now a year in. We're not going back to the office. Yeah, I think there's a lot of places that are going to do that. Right. Which if that's the case and you're working from home, you got to 
I just right off the bat, I'll say, let me plant mm-hmm. this seed. Mm-hmm. Really, really make an effort to find a good, what's the word I'm looking for? Balance mm-hmm. between work and home. Yes. Because, oh, as yeah. a, you know, as Americans anyway, we know that we work 24 seven weekends, yep. everything else. Now you're working from home. It's going to be even worse. You have totally. to be aware of taking time for yourself and separating work hours from home hours. A hundred percent. Like, you to, know, to stay healthy. Yep, I'm done yeah. at six and it is six and yes. goodbye. I'm Good not a done. surgeon. I'm not walking out of a procedure. Absolutely. You know, this is now my home. I am in my comfort zone. Yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah, yeah. One yeah. more thing I will say about that to our listener and to everyone listening. <laughs> mm-hmm. It also used to drive me nuts because, and we've talked about this before acknowledgement in general. So when you go out to a business, I can't stand if I walk into a coffee shop or a restaurant and there's multiple people and everyone's giggling and talking and no one turns around at least to say, oh, hello, Mm -hmm. acknowledgement, right? Uh, Yes. And when I worked in retail, people would always, you know, no matter who walked in, I, the first thing I did was say, hi, at the very least I said, hi. Um, Sometimes if I was lucky enough, I'd get out. How are you today? And it was not the majority, but way more times than I would like to say, people would immediately say, I'm just looking. Yeah. And I had to literally bite my lip every single time because oh, the words were about to come out. And I'm just saying From hi. Hello. I yes. didn't say it, but I would just have to check myself and go, okay, okay. And just let it be, right? But yes, oh, I'm sorry that I offended you by acknowledging your presence and saying hello. I know, Got it. right? Because they don't want to <laughs> be told to. They don't want. I'm like, I think that's a reflection of gone past days. I don't feel yes. like I've been anywhere in recent years where I've been hounded to buy something. Right. I, But I actually appreciate when someone in a store is like, 100%. oh, hello, let me know if you need anything because mm-hmm. that opens the door. I don't feel like, who should I approach? You know? No, totally. Yeah. No, I get that too, for sure. Yeah. Thank you for part one of our rant. Yes, because I have part two from the same listener. <laughs> here we go. Additionally, while I have you here, you do. We're hanging on every word. <laughs> I want to know why the fuck do smoke alarms malfunction in the middle of the friggin' night? <laughs> that is such a, what do they call that? Murphy's law. It's mm-hmm. so true, mm-hmm. isn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh my God. It's never two in the afternoon. Why? I specifically bought never die smoke alarms. What? I didn't even know that existed. Did Me you? Me neither. Um, yet one decided to live at 2.30 a.m. Since it doesn't have a battery you can ex- access, it continued oh. to get turned off, then pop back on. Oh, my God. What a nightmare. Around 2.45 a.m., my boyfriend, <laughs> <laughs> naked in the kitchen, unable to make a coherent sentence, took a plastic potato smasher to the <laughs> alarm. The smasher was no match. So then he put it in a bag and slammed it against the countertop. Once he was sure it was dead, he broke the chip thing inside of it into little pieces and went back to bed. Oh my God. I wish I could make it a requirement that my next house has wired smoke alarms. I feel Mm -hmm. like this has happened to me way too many times. I can recall back to being a kid and my dad having to knock one of the ceiling, one off the ceiling with a broomstick. Once again, in the middle of the night, I'm just nervous now because I bought a never die one that's in our attic. Oh, it requires a ladder to get up there. I think we may set the house ablaze when that one goes off. <laughs> oh my God. 
<laughs> have a good day, ladies. And she put a heart. That is okay. Just the visual image of her poor boyfriend so sleepy, naked on a ladder in the kitchen. Just crashing that smoke alarm. Oh my God. See, this is a time where I wish that we could call one Gary Powell. Oh, former I fireman, because I'm yeah. sure he would say to this young lady <laughs> that she needs to get her alarm replaced. Yes. Too sweet. Too sweet. Too sweet. Yes, definitely. They're very important. But she is right. Yeah. Because I remember that's happened in my house a couple of times. And I can't, I'm short. I can't reach anything. I have to, even with the mm -hmm. step stool, I can't reach yep. the fire. So one day I had to, I was losing my mind. I had to wait till Dan came home because it was like chirping. Now, I already live next door to some real chatty chickens. <laughs> I, and a rooster. And a rooster. But I was telling Jessica, I don't think we were recording yet in the green room dump. I was like, well, get ready. The chickens are real upset about it. I mean, they were over there <laughs> clucking up a storm. I don't know who did what. <laughs> I don't need a fire, a smoke alarm going. And one no. time it happened when my when I had a baby, you know, oh, it was baby time for Henry and, and that thing started going off and then it's just, yeah, you know, so, need, but the never die one. I didn't realize you couldn't get to a battery. So here I am going to give my two cents. I don't like the idea of never die. And here's why. Okay. Now I know smoke alarms are different than, carbon monoxide alarms though i'm yeah. looking at the smoke alarm in my bedroom and there's one in our hallway that goes off constantly yeah my hallway but one to too. their credit they're real good okay like i used to be annoyed by it and then i thought you know what as annoying as it is for me to have to run up and push the button until it resets yeah when we cook mm -hmm. if there's too much smoke because our range uh what's the thing above the oven the, yeah, the vent, vacuums that air out. The yeah. fan, fan is yeah. broken. Oh. So sometimes when we're cooking, it, the, the, the God, I hope yeah. my dad's not listening to this. It goes up and it will set off the smoke, smoke alarm, alarm, right? So when we were about to record a couple of weeks ago, I kept hearing this. Uh oh. And it was so loud, but yeah, it was piercing. spaced out. Oh. But very frequent. So come to find out, it was exactly 30 seconds apart. Oh. So in my usual passive aggressive, I lose it. And I'm going to just scream from my bedroom, assuming that everyone in my building can hear me. And whoever is the perpetrator of the noise will shut the F up. It was my apartment. Oh, Jessica. And I was yelling. I was like, shut up. One time I said, what the fuck is that? Like. I was coming unglued and I stomped downstairs to fly my door open and see what was going on. And then I heard, and I'm like, what the, and I turned around y'all. It was my detector. Wait, because it gets better. It was not only my detector. Do you mean worse? Yes. It was not only my detector, I started freaking out because it was the carbon monoxide oh, detector. I would, oh, wow. Yeah, which I we do, do again, my, the smoke alarms that they installed in our building, they say they detect CO2 as well on the 
uh-huh. actual box, if you will, on the outer covering, uh-huh. we all also have a CO2 alarm that is right outside of our kitchens. Uh-huh. And I'm like, okay, now I'm kind of freaked out. And I looked it up and it said, and I read so many things because I was about to call the fire department. It read, I mean, all these different sites I looked at, they all said, if it's beeping 30 seconds apart and yeah. a specific two beep, uh-huh. two beeps at a time, that means that the unit is dead. And it needs to be replaced. Oh. But here's where it gets better. Come to find out, everyone else on my side of the building, uh-huh. theirs was doing the same thing. Oh. Not one person called our building about it. What? And that makes me livid because well, then I got super paranoid. I know. Well, they all broke them just like our oh. listener did. They, one of my neighbors who I love and I text about this, she goes, oh God, she goes, actually, we took ours off the wall. My boyfriend stomped on it because it wouldn't turn off. Oh, no. <laughs> and I'm like, girl, there's a reason it didn't. And then I got real. I'm turning into Randy Macho Man Savage today. <laughs> Then I got really paranoid, Dana, because I thought, okay, well, we're a 12-unit building. If all six on my side went off all on the same side, is there a carbon monoxide leak? And now- Are they wired? They are wired. No, excuse me. Our our smoke detectors are. The box is battery-powered. So my point is, no one else in my building called to have it replaced. And that really upset me because I'm like, A, we could have had a leak and B, if there is a leak and none of you have, you've just taken it down because it annoyed you and not replaced it. I know they're annoying as hell, but you got to get that replaced like immediately. That's not like a year later, like, oh, we never did replace that CO2 thing, right? By the way, I'm not trying to shame the listener, girl. I feel you. Like we've totally like pulled, my husband once ripped the smoke detector out because there was no fire. It was like steam from our kitchen and it would not go off and it was blood curdling. But with this, (laughs) I demanded that they come out immediately because it says CO2 monitors are good for seven years. So they installed them all on my side of the building. Uh I don't know if they did the others on another day or what. Clearly within a day or two of each other, right? So yes, okay, now it makes sense. They all went out at the same time. Gotcha. Which leads me to another issue and I'll shut the hell up. Why doesn't my building have record of this? If I owned a building, I would have a record and know like, oh, yep, it's been seven years. We need to go in and replace those modules. Yeah, honestly. But no landlords do that. It's like they don't do preventative care for their buildings. That's for darn sure. Definitely. Anyway, look at me getting all crazy. Go to the doctor, get your smoke alarm replaced. What next? There's always something, Jessica. (laughs) There's always something. (laughs) I feel like we definitely earned our cleansing breath today. Yes, we did. Uh. We like to take a cleansing breath after Mm -hmm. we rant about things that we know are not, you know, I was going to say life-threatening, but honestly. Sometimes they are. Sometimes they are. (laughs) (laughs) We rant it all out, take a deep cleansing breath, Mm -hmm, and then mm -hmm. fill up with some Mm -hmm. goodness. So Mm -hmm. let's take a deep breath in. Scream it out if you want, if you can. Here we go. And ah. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. That was nice. That was nice. I just was going to sit in it for a second. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's move on to corners. Yay? Yes. 
Uh, okay, you guys. Long time coming. This is uh, been a while. Yeah. We have a she weirdo used, of the week. She just used her sleeve to wipe her the whole front of her face. She's ready. <laughs> <laughs> You're weird. You're so very weird. Why must you bring your weirdness here? Yes. <laughs> This is from Washington, the state of Washington. The state? Okay, cool. <laughs> it's like news brief from the uh, D.C. No, this is from Washington State by Bradford Betts. Okay. Washington man arrested for allegedly stealing 400-pound slide and mounting it to child's bunk bed at his home. What? <laughs> that is the love of a parent, I guess. I I mean, somebody needs to tell this guy about the buy nothing groups on Facebook. I'm sure okay. he could have found <laughs> a gent a gently rusted slide for his child. Not this big. By the way, if it's 400 pounds, I'm imagining there? that that was obviously from some kind of outdoor playground. playground that had that much weight so that it didn't topple over from yes. multiple kids. I can't imagine it wasn't cemented and screwed into the ground. You're going to love this one. Okay. <laughs> this, this is something that happened to me in college, but it's still a huge problem today, especially in my neighborhood. Oh. It's on next door all the time. The detective who discovered the slide had been investigating reports of stolen catalytic converters. Off cars? Uh-huh. Okay. So mine was stolen off of my old as hell car my oldsmobile cutlass that my grandmother <laughs> god bless i paid a driver to drive from montreal canada down to me in tuscaloosa alabama oh my god in college so that i would have a car when my car died so sweet. She got rid of her car. That was like the Snoop as in Snoop Dog mobile. It had velour seats. Uh -huh a V6 engine and one of those steering wheels where you could just use Touch one it. finger. And it was like, -doo 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 -doo. I had a couple cars like that. I had a, oh. a Riviera. Oh yes. Yeah. That was a Buick, right? Yes. Oh, oh my. yeah. That was a hand me down my best for my friend's mom. mother had that, the Riviera. Yeah. Oh, I got that, that was as Butler. Classy. It was luxury. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. I also the had a, a Cougar, a Cougar. With the, but the R fell off, and uh, it had one of those steering wheels. You just barely touched it, and it would go. I miss that. Yeah. There was no friction or tension None. in that None. wheel. Oh, God. But yeah, my catalytic converter was stolen, and sure. it's become a huge problem again because they're I guess they garner a lot of money for the parts. And it's just like uh, we have a lot of chop shops out here because there's right. millions and millions of cars. Catalytic converters are like the gold of the the car world i did not know that. yes i did not mean to digress folks okay <laughs> i'm going back to dustin allen bushnell oh his middle name is spelled like my allen that's oh. rare and i don't like that yeah i thought allen was the only allen with two l's and an e okay no, i thought that was the most popular no usually a l a n everybody oh. spells his name a l a n and it drives both of us nuts yeah. Of Burbank, that's Burbank, Washington, hilarious, oh, okay. <laughs> was arrested Tuesday on a charge of possession of stolen property. 
Detective Julie Lee had been investigating reports of stolen catalytic converters late last month, and that case led her to the home of Bushnell. Lee, with the help of other detectives, executed a search warrant of Bushnell's home and found a, quote, gigantic slide, as well as catalytic converters, police said. <laughs> so creepy. Like, Such a so weird. Such yes. Objects. <laughs> it's like you're going to give your kid an indoor playground, but you're also going to keep car parts laying around like antique collectibles. Okay. <laughs> the slide had been taken from a playground in December, police said. The slide had been repainted, sawed off at the top, and mounted to a Cute. bunk bed. Cute. Pas- <laughs> Pasco police arrived on the scene and recovered the slide. Bushnell was arrested and booked into the Walla Walla County Jail. This sounds like a cartoon, all of it. Yes, yes. On a charge of possessing stolen property. He has not yet been charged with stealing catalytic converters. You know what? You're going to really pay for that. Because I guarantee you, if he had a ton of those, once you reach a certain level, I don't know what it is these days, that's considered grand theft. And petty theft is a misdemeanor. Grand theft is a felony you know like when i worked in retail you probably dealt with this at um what did where did you work morgan fields what montgomery ward montgomory ward (laughs) (laughs) you really fancied it up (laughs) sounds like a nightgown company it does oh my god but seriously if they ever caught somebody stealing like an 18 dollar pair of earrings or something at least when i worked in retail here in LA, they, the police didn't want to do anything. It's like, do you want to press charges for a total of $36? They don't want to do the paperwork on it. And it is considered petty theft, but there were some young girls when I worked at anthropology, they came in, they were tourists visiting from England and they were young and cute and they were hitting up all these you know, fancy stores up and down the promenade. Well, they got caught finally. And the total value of what they had stolen was over (gasps) $10,000. This was all within a few hours. Oh my God. Jewelry, clothes, you know, they were small. They were like layering different clothes on each other. Guess what? Grand theft. Mm. And when you get a felony and you're visiting another country, Mm. they were then, um, you know, as soon as their booking and whatever happened with the police, they were sent back to England and then you are never allowed back in the country again. Oh, wow. I uh-huh. Yes. And but I remember they were was... young and we were all like, they can never come to oh, the U.S. again because stupid. of doing that dumb shit. Stupid. Yep. This guy stole a playground slide. 400 pounds. How did he move it? I don't know. That's the thing, too. Like, what do you say? Like, uh, well, officer, let me just explain something to you. My kid needed something to keep him at home and busy. And I didn't want to go to no Ikea and get some kind of slide that's going to break. He's going to break both his legs, be a paraplegic the rest of his life. I wanted to make sure if I'd done it, I was going to done it right. (sighs) So I made sure to get something sturdy. Did it belong to me? No, but I am a taxpayer, and I would assume that some of my dollars are in that slide. <laughs> now, officer, if you had a kid, and I don't know if you do, and I don't want to pry, would you want to make sure that that baby was safe on that bed slide before you sent his little body down that spiral? Oh my! You God. don't know what's at the end. I mean, 
I mean, you do know what's at the end, but you don't know what can happen in between. And then them car parts I was just going to sell. <laughs> you have missed your calling, lady. You need to become a countryside defense attorney, okay? And people will come from states over to pay for your services. You make a mean argument. Thank you. Uh, but then car parts, that's just going to sell. <laughs> like you hooked, them with, you hooked them with the compassion and tugging at their heartstrings over a child's safety to yeah. where they're like, oh, those are just some old car parts. That's just some catalytic converters. Let oh that baby have that God. slide. <laughs> By you, the way, know, the you know, he called four friends and he was like, yes, you all owe me. You oh, remember when I hauled your tractor? You all owe me. Remember when I when I patched up your flat tire? Now you get your butts over to that park, and we're gonna get us a slide. Now I know this is Washington. Nobody's talking like that, but this is just the scene that's playing out in my bonkers mind. Yes. Jessica, you should have been the police officer because from your rage walk detective work yesterday with the piggy had the burned out eyes. I was like, oh, she looks like a great detective. <laughs> They literally burned the eyes out. What is wrong with somebody? Just I don't know. A piggy on the street that somebody burned the eyes out. Anyway, <laughs> don't be stealing park stuff for your kids, y'all. Exactly. Just don't. <laughs> All right, I'll move on to my corner. My corner is adorable. It's so cute. It's so cute. So I have a animal instincts. Mm. And this is from one of my faves, Tank's Good News. Yes. I love Tank. If We always promote Tank's. Um, he's got influencers in the wild. Tank's Good News. Tank Sinatra, I think, is his private. I mm -hmm, can't remember. Mm -hmm. Anyway, he just is lovely and funny and awesome. So this is from Tank's Good News, written by Abigail Racine. This stray pup kept sneaking into a dollar store to Aww. steal a stuffed unicorn, and now he's got his own and a new home, too. Here we go. The Dollar General in Keenansville, North Carolina, recently had a shoplifting problem. Oh, kismet. Got a lot of, got a lot of stealing going on in our corners today. A certain purple plush unicorn kept disappearing from the store's toy aisle. However, the assistant wasn't the assailant wasn't your usual suspect. It was a stray dog that decided it wanted to be best friends with the stuffed unicorn. Oh God. Uh, the stray was caught red pod five times, returning to the scene of the crime to retrieve his <laughs> magical buddy. Employees at the Dollar General shared the, that the dog would run into the store, beeline straight for the unicorn every time a customer came through the door. Uh, Eventually, they had to lock the doors when the dog was inside, and animal services was then called to the scene to assist with the playful pup. He went, this is a quote, he went for straight for the unicorn, the same one every single time. It was so strange. One of the strange calls I've ever dealt with. That was animal Aww. services supervisor. Luckily, this story has a happy ending for the stray and his beloved plushie. Samantha Lane, the officer who responded to the Dollar General's call, was so moved by the dog's devotion toward the toy, she purchased it for him. The Aww. dog was happy to follow Lane anywhere once she made the $10 toy purchase. We also have to share these pictures of him snuggling this mm -hmm. little unicorn. It's, it's the cutest. cutest. Lane brought the canine and the unicorn to a 
Duplin County Animal Service Shelter, where the dog was named Sisu after the dragon character in Disney's newest film, Raya the Last and the Last Dragon. I hope mm. I pronounced that right. I haven't seen uh-huh. it. Sisu has an adopter and a rescue. The shelter received a large number of inquiries. Sorry. And they are proud to report that Sisu and his best unicorn friend now have been placed with an adoptive family. The Dollar General was happy to send more unicorns home with Sisu and his new owners just in case. This is the beginning of a long, beautiful friendship. Isn't that so sweet? I love it. I mean, come on. Snuggle face with that unicorn. It's the cutest. But how sweet is it that it kept going in and taking it the same thing every time? Had to have it. So cute. It was clearly drawn to it. I know. And then got a got a forever home out of the thing. Look at that face. I so love it. happy. I it's love really it. fun too. I feel like the last few years people have really kind of upped the ante. Their rescue groups, fortunately and, and sadly enough that they have to exist, but there seems like there's just more and more of them cropping up yeah. over time right yes but people have been getting really creative and i know sometimes in la like there's a photographer that comes and does like amazing photo shoots and seriously just yeah. by what is it they say see how oh, now i'm gonna do a horrible job paraphrasing it my friend that works with rescue always writes scene means adopt it or something like that oh okay what i just totally botched it God, I'm angry with myself right now. The point <laughs> is, like, if the animals are seen, mm-hmm. then they have a chance. I just did a horrible job. Next week, I'll come back with whatever that correct phrase is. No, you won't, because we won't remember. But, <laughs> but somebody will write in and remind us. Yes, but remember- I'm thinking of this because they have shoots, and also someone <clears throat> that I grew up with back home posted something yesterday, and she said, "My son and I are crying, laughing. This is the best post for a rescue I've ever seen." And it was someone who is currently fostering a dog that wrote a bio for them for the now that the dog is ready for adoption. And it was so honest and so hilarious. And Aww. I just think Colbert has puppies on like what before well, COVID would have puppies remember on. We profiled that young man that started making bow ties for doggies and kitties. Yes. He was on. What did I tell you? He was on the other day. Good morning, America or something because he's helping animals get adopted with their little bow ties. Absolutely. It's the cutest. I love animals. With his tie. You're Ollie with his. Ollie always has a tie. Yeah. He's got a pink bow tie right now. He's real snazzy. I need to see it. I bet he looks adorable. Oh, yeah. He knows it, too. (laughs) He knows his ties make him look cute. He, you he can does. see him work his ties. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. Okay, so we're up to now. We're up to raves, yeah. Yes. So mine is very quick. This is I get we're, we're just very uh, animal centric lately, but yeah. I'm not mad at it. Me either. So this is a local elementary school, and I love that they have the ability to do this because they're a public school. I'm right in the heart of Studio City in the Valley of Los Angeles, Mm -hmm. and I've been telling Dana about this place. I learned about it. I got to go. How many times have I texted you? Wait, what's the answer? (laughs) I can't remember anymore. It'll happen. It will. 
But I found out about this from my friend because she takes her baby there literally every single day, which I love. It's the the elementary school is in her neighborhood. So she takes her daughter on a daily walk with their dog and they go to see the farm at Colfax Elementary. So cute. So they have a bunch of ducks. They have three pigs. Uh, two of them are huge. Um, one of the pigs' names is Charlotte. Cute. Lovely homage to one yes. of the best books ever. Well, one of the saddest. Okay. <sighs> they have, it's, I'll still cry when I see that movie. And by the way, how good was Paul Lind as Templeton the Rat? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> Slinking oh around the pig trough. He's like, Charlotte. Oh, yes. <laughs> Actually, so Mia Farrow, I think, was the voice of Charlotte. Was she really? I think so. Okay. Don't mean to digress. So the Colfax Elementary School has a small farm. And they've got the pigs. Okay, they have a new young potbelly pig named Peppa. Who knows her name and her little tail whips around like Eeyore. I mean, so freaking cute. They also have a sheep named Ben. They all come to you. They all know their names. And it's such a lovely community effort. They have a bunch of people. I don't know if it's on a volunteer basis or not. But anytime I've been by there, there's usually one or two people either cleaning out the stalls. Oh, my God. They have tons of chickens. beautiful all different kinds they're cleaning the stalls or feeding the animals it's great so it's something that the whole neighborhood gets to enjoy and i noticed this little sign up on the chain link fence that says feed the colfax farm we know your little ones love to feed the animals but puffs and goldfish aren't healthy for our farm friends. Oh, yeah. I, I think didn't kids, think about that. Yeah. Right? They're trying to be sure. sweet and of just course. like feed them because the little pigs will put their nose up to the chain link and whatever. And it says, if you enjoy visiting our farm and want to help, please consider making a quick tax deductible donation. Oh. And also, I thought this was great. And again, it's an insignificant amount of money to feed quite a lot of animals so i was really impressed with that bunny benefactor for ten dollars you feed the bunnies and their friends for a month oh pig party for twenty dollars feed our pigs buddy charlotte and peppa for a month oh and then old mcdonald feed our whole farm for a month for fifty dollars really so i am amazed by that and Again, that's not a lot of money for all of those animals. Yeah. I was pleasantly surprised to see that. And you guys, they're giving, oh, there's tortoises. I see what they're giving them. They're giving them big, fresh bunches of vegetables and whatnot. Yeah. These animals are so happy. So again, the children at the elementary are getting to learn all about the farm and what goes on there but everyone in the community that walks by stops to look at these animals like you can't it's perfect it's such a cute it's such a treasure that school i mean it's It's so close to me i i went with friends years ago a group of us went to their auction none of us had children but we were like hey let's go support our local elementary school and we all like bid on something at their auction i got a four disc set of music from the 90s that's amazing. I was thrilled with it. I would have been too. 
Hilarious. I love it so much. It also, when I was pregnant, I was concerned because we had cats. Yeah. And I was like, is that going to be an issue? My husband's mm-hmm. allergic, but he's he's adapted to our specific mm-hmm. cat dander. And, you know, I just had concerns. And totally. even though I grew up around animals my whole life, and our pediatrician actually said, no, I always tell families it's wonderful if you have pets because it teaches children compassion. Yes. It teaches them how to care for something outside of themselves. 100%. So like in our home, it's my son's job. He feeds the animals. That's so good. He doesn't want to sometimes. And I'm like, look at them. They're hungry. They're pawing at you because they're their tummies are growling. And mm-hmm. then he's like, oh, yeah, I got to feed them now. But you know what I mean? It's like. That's really good that to... you have him do that. Yes. That's, that's a great lesson job. to teach. Yep. Mm-hmm. I remember when we got a dog, my mom's like, you're going to understand this clearly. You each will walk the dog yeah. every day. Do you understand? Everyone's going to walk. It's not getting one walk a day. She goes, and my mom even had an area. We had to go to such and such street. It was like two or three blocks up and back down. She goes, that is the walk, not walking outside onto the, because I lived in a neighborhood that was like quiet and private. It was residential. She's like, no excuses. And it's it's a good lesson to teach kids. Compassion and responsibility. Yeah, absolutely. I love that so much. I know. We'll link to that farm. But you guys also start a, try to start start a little little garden even, or a farm at your kid's school if you're zoned for it. Yeah. But a lot of my friends that teach grow vegetables with their students and I love it. I love that. The reason we have a gecko is because there was a gecko, I don't, I think in the library Hmm. or something at school. (laughs) Oh, wow. He was like, I want a gecko. And of course I wasn't going to say no. I mean, I was like, okay, I'll talk to your dad. (laughs) okay well my rave this week is kind of special Mm -hmm. in that this is a friend of ours from io the theater that jessica spoke about earlier his wife started this burbank is home to many little free libraries those cute wooden boxes that you'll find on people's front yards to provide the community with take a book return a book book exchanges they come in all shapes and sizes with unique personal touches and they are popping up all over our city including along the chandler bike path i've seen a lot of it's li- so take a cool books. they're yes. super cute people really do put some cool stuff in there. oh yeah i've grabbed quite a few things and i've been putting books put stuff in yep mm-hmm. yep Mm -hmm. While the success of these little free libraries has taken off, there is a new community exchange system that is starting to pop up in our city. Adam Carroll, the little free pantry, Burbank resident Adam Carroll created the recent little free pantry, which is located out front of the little white chapel on the corner of Avon and Jeffries. Last year for his wife, Monica's birthday, they installed a little free library in front of their home and it became a huge hit within their neighborhood easily exchanging over a hundred books. Monica was so inspired by the success of the library that she expressed interest in making a little free pantry. In an effort to surprise his wife for her birthday, this is so cute, Adam contacted the Little White Chapel to see if they would house the pantry, and they agreed. He began planning and building the pantry in his garage, and the day before her birthday, he installed it while she was away at work. Adam surprised his wife on her birthday and drove her by the Little Free Pantry, which Mm. they then excitedly stocked with supplies. The pantry holds non-perishable foods, toiletries, school supplies, and paper goods, and is open for anyone to give and take items from. 
quote, we hope no matter how small that it can make a difference for our community. And we want to teach our daughter the importance of charity and helping those who need help. Mm-hmm. The Little Free Pantry is located at 1711 North Avon Street and located on the Jeffrey side of the chapel. There's also another Little Free Pantry in Burbank located at South Hills Church, 222 South Victory Boulevard. Now, I just want to say I saw a Little Free Pantry and I'm wondering mm-hmm. if it's one of these. And I noticed Maybe. it and I was like, oh, my God, that's so cool. I've and only seen them in Burbank, actually. The Pantry. It- this one was a little for, further up in, in hmm. North Hollywood-ish area, mm-hmm. but maybe it's starting to spread. I don't know. Sure. And it was near a church facility, and I saw someone grabbing something out of it, mm-hmm. and I was so happy for them. Like, I definitely will drive back by there and put stuff in there. Yep. I think mm-hmm. also, what a way to express love. Like, yay to his wife for wanting to put goodness in their community. Yay to both of them for teaching their daughter that. And yep. how precious is he that he like built that to surprise her? I mean, it's beyond so much that's precious and loving and compassionate and wonderful and exciting about this specific rave. I just yes. love it so much because it's something that every single one of us can do. Absolutely. And on the side, I'll we'll post a picture of this on the side. It says, Give what you can, take what you need. I love it. I do too. And again, everyone has something either already at home or the next time you go to the grocery, it's like an extra something. Yes. It It can be one can, one box, anything. Right. It's great. And then you're going to really flip over this. He also, they have a couple of fruit trees on their Uh property Uh and Hello, I'm always complaining about this in my neighborhood. I'm like furious that I just keep seeing like 30 to 40 pieces of fruit on the ground rotting. I know. know I'm like, even if you can't pick it, please, can you have someone pick it and donate it? Because there are a lot of shelters that welcome and take people's fruit and whatever that come from their own home trees. Well, I'm sorry. He also built what is on the side says tiny free farm stand oh my picture's all blown out it's filled with lemons from their lemon tree and this sits out in front of their house oh my god tiny free farm stand okay one more thing his daughter wanted a lemonade stand so he built her one cute it's so cute he's a really good actor and i'm like okay this isn't just like a hobby i'm like you are insanely talented need to get one of those shows they used to have all the contractors yes. you know our uh, my friend peter marr was mm-hmm. he, he he actually his look he's a stand-up but mm-hmm. his logo is the home depot but it says peter marr i love it and he had a show where he on cable where he built things you know because he was an actor oh, cool. and a great personality so nudge nudge adam okay <laughs> and thank you adam and monica for what you're doing in your yes community. And they're keeping it going. Yes. And it's infectious. Yep. It spreads because like I said, I'm pretty sure this, the one I saw was North Hollywood. Mm -hmm. People get inspired by that stuff. It's fantastic. Beautiful. Love it. I love it too. Jessica. Dana. I think that's our show. I think it is. (laughs) (laughs) 
you want to tell everybody how to get a hold of us? Oh, yes, I would love to. And guess what? It's right. obviously working because those rants keep on coming on in. Yeah, bring them, bring them. Please keep doing what you're doing. Contact us. Drop us a line. Take a peek at our silly shenanigans at the Rants and Raves podcast on Instagram and Facebook. On Twitter at raves underscore the. You can email us directly at the Rants and Raves podcast at gmail.com or through the contact button of our website, www.therantsandravespodcast.com. Yay! Thank you so much. Please get a hold of us. Do it. We love hearing your stuff. Appreciate the support. Absolutely. Okay. So usually at the end of the show, I like to do a point to ponder. We also talk about things that we're watching or doing. Uh, mm-hmm. I, Jessica, I have to admit this is an admission mm-hmm. and it's creepy. Okay. We all know that I'm obsessed with true crime. Like, yes. I don't, I don't know why I'm just one of those people. So lately I have taken to, as they would say. So I've run through most of the, the major crime oh stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. And I keep up weekly with the datelines in the 2020s. Mm-hmm. So now I've taken to just going to old YouTube and typing in true crime. Oh, boy. Have I told you this? No, but I'm scared at the things that must turn up there. Oh, it has opened up a whole other world. Let me tell you, it's opened up a whole other countries because now I am deep in Australia. Oh, boy. I know we have a couple of listeners in Australia. I'm telling y'all, I could come and coffee talk some crime. <laughs> Y'all's got some big crime. Woo, Australia. <laughs> I'm well, you know what? 60 minutes. They have their own, like, uh, their own, uh, who was the pretty blonde lady on all the night news shows we had? Why can't I remember her name? Jane Polly. Maybe. We had, like, two or three of them. They have their own, right? Their own pretty blonde news lady. Mm-hmm. On 60 Minutes, I don't remember her name. Diane Sawyer. Yes, 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 yes. yes, yes. yes so yes, they yes, have yes. their own. She's great. Love her. <laughs> Woo, Australia's got some crime. <laughs> well, so, to piggyback on that, I think I talked about it long ago. It, it's fictional, but I highly recommend the show Wentworth. If you need to get a crime fix, now granted it's more of a prison fix, but oh, it that's is right. You said that to me. I need to watch it. I bet it's I would set like it. down under and it's outstanding. It's a women's prison. It's a fictional show. It's had seven seasons. Oh my so God. There is plenty that's to so dig much, into. So much porch watching. Oh yeah. It's Whoa. so good. It's so good. Everyone's outstanding on it. Everyone. All right. I have to do it. Mm-hmm. So that's been happening for me. Jessica, have you been watching anything? Oh, you know, welcome. Welcome to the fantasy. Do you know that? The podcast. So here's a podcast recommendation. I'm not done yet. It's a limited series, but it's called Welcome to the Fantasy. (laughs) I think you can, it's from by Gimlet. So I think Hmm. you can only get it on Spotify. But anyway, it is the, it's a murder story, but it's surrounding the Chippendales when they started. The like strippers? how it got, uh-huh, how it I all can't. got started and everything. It's fascinating. It's fascinating. Okay, anyway, uh, what are you good. watching? Yes. That's okay. good. Honestly, nothing right now. I'm trying to finish up. I'm way behind. I'm finally midway through season 3 of The Handmaid's Tale, the slowest show I've ever not binged. Because uh, I can't. It's just I too loaded either. and it's I've so been watching good. it over a year. 
literally. No, I haven't even started season three because it's mm-hmm. so heavy. Mm-hmm. But it's that's not a comment on the show. It's so good. It's outstanding. Yes, but it is a lot to take on. I, I'm yeah. not in that mindset yeah. right now. <laughs> no, totally. So I also I wanted to give us something to ponder unless you had something else. I gave no. two podcasts, so I'm not really very lively these days. But <laughs> Jessica, you gave me something to share for point to ponder because I, I don't know what I did with the link to the words. I wanted to see if you pronounced more words correctly or not, <laughs> but I'll bring it back. Don't worry. I will okay. find it. I'll, I, I will it. web sleuth that and get <laughs> it. But she shared with me a Warren Buffett quote. Think what you may or may not about the guy. He's been successful for sure. So this is 10 signs you're doing well in life. And this is from Mark F. Medina. It was posted by Mark F. Medina. So here we go. You have a roof over your head. Check. You wish well for others. Check. You have a good heart. Check. You ate today. That's an important one. Mm-hmm. I know looking at me, you wouldn't think I ever forgets to eat. I do. <laughs> I do. Sometimes I need that reminder. You have clean water. Oh, so grateful. Mm-hmm. Check. Someone cares for you. I'm telling you, even when you don't feel it, there is someone out there who cares for you. Just Absolutely. Always, always remember that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you strive to be better. Love it. You have clean clothes. You have a dream and you are breathing. That is 10 signs you're doing well in life. Mm -hmm. So even when times are hard, guys, just know it's only for a certain amount of time. It will pass. Um, you're doing well if you have these things in your life. Mm -hmm. So don't forget that. We love you guys. We do. We love we hope everyone well. is really doing well and starting to get back to some sort of normalcy in your lives. Absolutely. If you can get vaccinated, do it as soon as you can. Not to be political. Everybody has their own feelings, but those are our feelings on it. Second wanna... shot on Saturday from me. Good job. I'm so yes, glad. My second really shot excited. comes the 10th. Mm-hmm. And then Dan Tipton will get his first shot on the 10th. So. We're all, we're all trying to get back to, to mm-hmm. life and it's exciting and scary too. So we'll be here for you. Absolutely. <laughs> we'll be back again next week. Yes. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.